Back here at J. Tom Lawler Arena with a score after two is Merrimack 2, Vermont nothing. I'm Mike Mackin with John Leahy. This second intermission is brought to you as always by the Merrimack Graduate School where at Merrimack you can earn your master's degree in just one year. Merrimack offers graduate programs in business, science and engineering, and education and social policy. Log on to merrimack.edu backslash graduate today for all the details. We're all joining us here the second intermission. It is the editor and writer for the Hockey Journal, also uh, color man for Vermont, and uh, general all-around good guy Andy Merritt joins us here in this uh, second intermission. And, uh, you know, uh, Andy, I get the feeling here through two periods, it's been played by both teams like it's a playoff game. I mean, uh, both clubs with a chance to get home ice, uh, battling that way. Of course, Merrimack with the, the on top right now with the 2 to nothing lead, but it feels like uh, it feels like the playoffs have already begun for both these teams. Yeah, this absolutely has that playoff feel. Just a lot of intensity. I was really impressed in the first period with the overall speed of the game. Just And, and speed, not necessarily the, the puck going up and down the ice, but the speed with which the players were reacting. Just a lot of physical play, good active sticks for both teams, and it really shows everyone knows what's on the line this weekend. Talking about active sticks, uh, the goal by LeBlanc off the, the showing some hand-eye coordination there. He gets the rebound. I mean, the puck had to be put in a, just the right spot for him to be able to score that one. Yeah, I think that initial shot kind of fools the Vermont goaltender from Packy Munson. Comes up a little high on him. Actually had to have his mask checked because I think it caught him in the mask. Uh, so that, that initial shot throws a goaltender off. And LeBlanc with a great play just to, to keep his eye on it, catch that puck in midair, go to the far side and pop the thing over the goaltender. A really nice, hard-working play and showed that no-quit attitude that you really need to have. Guy who quietly might be having a, a pretty good game for Merrimack. Michael Babcock has set up both goals. He made, comes out of the box on that penalty kill right, at, right after the penalty kill, and he's usually a big part of the penalty kill unit, but he's in the box that time. He comes out, makes a great defensive play down the other end, and starts to play off. Yeah, you'd never think he was as young as he is, and certainly shows who, who his dad is. You know, no, no big surprise that he's a smart hockey player, um, and he just he plays a real strong game. He had a bunch of shots in that first period, led the way for uh, for Merrimack. So, I'm really impressed with his game overall. You know, maybe takes a little fine tuning to get the puck on net a little bit more, more effectively than it has been. But he's been playing a really good game, setting up line mates and, and playing like a first liner. One of the things that impresses me about him, and you know, I mean, when we're working for the Hockey Journal, I mean, you're covering pro, you're covering college, and so on. But you know, a guy like Michael Babcock, you figure, okay, his dad is who he is, right? I mean, you wouldn't blame him if he if he had turned out to be maybe one of these, I don't know, you know, self entitled kind of kids who maybe was a little full of himself, and you know. Uh, and so on, but anything but that. I mean, Mark Denny, he always says, if there's a, a harder working kid in the league than him, I haven't seen him yet, that really says an awful lot about him and, and, uh, and his father as well. Well, yeah, it certainly says a lot. You know, his father is a very well-known hockey guy, but he's also very well-known for being pretty humble and very hardworking, and, and all of his teams work really hard. The Toronto Maple Leafs are terrible this year, but they work really hard every night in, and that's you know, that's a, a sign of just how much Mike Babcock can turn a team around. Those Detroit Red Wings teams never gave up, never surrendered. Um, and that was always a hallmark of his teams. And, you know, like you said, a kid like Michael Babcock might come in thinking, well, my dad's an NHL coach. I know everything there is to, to know. But what's more likely is that growing up with Mike Babcock as your, as your father 
shows you, you know, he, he's seeing what it takes to get better. He's seeing how hard you have to work. I'm sure his dad was telling him every day, you're never as good as you think you are. You, ha- you always have to work harder to be better because there's always going to be someone out there who's better than you. So it certainly shows in the way he plays. He plays that hard-nosed game. Yeah, speaking of which, and you talked about uh, the NHL there. We'll talk about the Bruins in a minute. But, I mean, you know, we're not seeing, we're not seeing the Maple Leafs. I've been impressed with what ju- just what you said. I mean, it, it's going to be the kind of thing that's going to take a little bit of time, I think, to rebuild that team, especially, you know, and they've got, I think, the, the pieces in place in the, in the front office and, and, and Lou Lamorello, of course, behind the bench with with Mike Babcock. But, you know, I guess the big question is, are they going to give them the time? You know how much pressure there is, especially up there in, in, in uh, Toronto. What's your sense of that? Well, for one thing, you've got a guy, Lou Lamorello, who, while he's, he's notorious for getting rid of coaches at a, at a second's notice, I think he has a similar philosophy as Mike Babcock, that kind of hard-nosed, working hard kind of attitude um, that, you know, and it has shown in the Maple Leafs, they, they're still not very good, the talent isn't very good, but they're a lot more disciplined than they were, in every sense of the word, not just not taking penalties, but also sticking to a game plan, and I've seen that when they were in town here in Boston, um, even when they were losing to the Bruins, they still play the system that they were supposed to be playing, so I think as long as you see that kind of growth happen, and you see a situation where younger players can grow and get better, you have to have some patience there, and I also think Brendan Shanahan likes what he's doing here um, and likes the idea of bringing in a, a known name, a guy with a couple of rings who you know can talk to the rookies and say, I know what I'm talking about. This is why this works. Stick with me. Stick with the plan, and we can make this happen. Isn't it great, too, that you know he can be coaching the Leafs, and he comes down, he gets any chance he gets, he comes down to see Mike play. Uh, he was here a couple weeks ago uh, during the All-Star weekend. He was able to come down and, and, and see that game, and then you know took Toronto with the Boston. If I remember right, they won. They came back to win that game. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's great that, you know, he's able to do things like that. Well, yeah, he beat, beat the Bruins at home, which hasn't been terribly hard to do this year. Since I saw his son score against Arizona State two days before that. Oh, it's the weirdest <laughs> thing. But, yeah, no, it's a, it's a great setup, certainly, for Mike and for Michael that, you know, Toronto's not so far away that you can't make that day trip and come down and see him play. And I think that means a lot to a kid. I'll tell you this much. The Bruins last night had their dad, or rather Wednesday night, had their dads in the arena. Almost every father on the team came to the game Wednesday night and traveled with the guys today to Carolina, and they just won, they just won at Carolina. Those little things mean a lot at, at a young age, certainly, but even for the pros, when you have dad in the arena, you know, for one thing, it's that, that family thing, but it's also a little bit of inspiration because nobody wants to get the lecture from dad, especially when you're 19, 20, or 26, 27. So having dad in the, in the arena, knowing that dad's not too far away, is certainly a good thing for a young player. Well, let's talk about the Bruins. I mean, what a turnaround from the beginning of the year, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm still not totally sold on what they are yet. I think they aren't either. Uh, but it's interesting to have them coming up on the trade deadline, trying to figure out whether they're buyers or sellers. We've been talking about it for months, and I still don't really know because they're right on that borderline. I think you got to be you got to be a buyer at this point. They're, and they're starting to look a lot better. And it's, it's funny. I was I, I do a podcast, and I was talking with Ty Anderson, who does the podcast with me. It, when they come home, the reporters here, we always ask them, why are you so bad? Because they lose at home. But when they're on the road, they're just dominant, and they showed it again tonight, beating Carolina. So it's an interesting team. I'm not sure they have all the pieces, but it's certainly a, a team that, given the right set of circumstances, could go on a real run here. And if Tukaras gets gets real hot in the playoffs, I mean, look out, because especially in this Eastern Conference, which is not very good, um, I think you want to stay tuned for every Bruins game, because it's not going to be very boring the rest of the way out. 
We're talking with Andy Merritt from the Hockey Journal, and also you're doing Color from Vermont tonight. And, you know, I mean, these two teams are so similar. We talked about it coming in. I mean, in almost every statistical area, you know, right down to the fact that they've got a guy that's playing goal right now that, you know, didn't start the season, didn't figure to get a lot of playing time at the beginning of the season. Uh, and, and both teams have struggled to score goals as well. It's, it seems like maybe Merrimack started to figure that out a bit. Vermont is still trying to do that. Maybe that's the only thing that's the difference right now. Yeah, I mean, and the way they play is very similar, that commitment to defense. And uh, I, one of the things that's really impressed me with Merrimack tonight is, is shot blocking, which I know is always a hallmark of Mark Dennehy teams, the way they block shots. And tonight might be the best example. I haven't seen a single Vermont shot that didn't go through at least two or three bodies. And those shooting lanes aren't there for, for the Catamounts. And uh, it's something that both teams do pretty well. The, I think the Warriors are doing a better job of blocking those shots. But again, those two goals in the second period, they almost came against the run of play. It felt like the Catamounts were starting to generate a little momentum. Merrimack turns around and scores a goal. Catamounts start to generate some momentum. Merrimack turns around and scores another goal. So it is going to be a battle for this period and the next three periods tomorrow night. Uh, and it's fun when, when you have two teams that play that defensive style but can poke some holes in each other and, and generate some opportunities. And, and they play a strong game. Both, both teams play a strong physical game, uh, which certainly showed in that second period. A lot of big hits being thrown. Uh, the offense might not be there for either team, but defensively they're both pretty impressive. All right, Andy, thanks. It's a close game as we expected tonight. should be the case as well tomorrow. You'll be here tomorrow as well? Absolutely. I'll be here. All right, we'll see you then. Thanks for coming on with us. We appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Anytime. All right, Andy Merritt's been our guest here. HockeyJournal.com. You can check out his work and also Vermont Radio. The score at the end of two is Merrimack 2, Vermont nothing. John and I back with more after this. This is Warrior Hockey.